0: Why did you bring a mace to record a podcast?
1: I always have something. You never know what's going to be real or not real.
0: I, I don't think we should spoil the movie. Just, you yeah, know, we have to warn them.
1: What are you talking about? I'm not spoiling anything. I'm talking about the Hunger Games.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man! 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 Spider-Man!
1: Far from home. Uh...
0: (laughs) Yes, because this is not my apartment. I am far from home. I am Spider-Man far from home.
1: I mean, this was another movie where you mimicked Spider-Man as you were watching it. Yeah. So, not wrong. Hi! Hello! Welcome to Talk Nerdy to Me Baby! Lots
0: of irony happens when we watch movies.
1: Lots of iron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm iron deficient.
0: Oh, <laughs> you did that to yourself. Yeah. You were mean to yourself.
1: I know. You know, Spider-Man was mean to me. But uh, if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet, don't be mean to yourself and spoil all the good parts by listening to us yet. Listen to us after you see it. Yeah, if so you haven't po-
0: seen it, you're probably going like, "What? What? I <laughs> I don't, what?"
1: But this is Talk Nerdy to Me, baby, and we're going to be reviewing and sharing our thoughts on Spider Man: Far From Home, the first movie in Marvel Phase Four.
0: No, it's still technically Phase Three. Is it? Yep. Okay. Uh, every movie after, like, like they did with uh, Ant Man, mm-hmm. and after Ultron, it's still Ant Man was technically the end of Phase Two.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Not confusing at all. Yeah. It was
0: more like a, we still have to release this movie, and we have to have our big movie in the summer.
1: I know, but that doesn't mean it can't be Phase 4. Because, like, aren't they selling the big Infinity Saga, but that won't have Far From Home?
0: Uh, it might.
1: If it Okay, if it doesn't, then I have a problem with calling it the end of Phase 3. If it does, my argument will rest.
0: Yeah. I mean, this movie is kind of like an epilogue to that in some ways. Sort of. But, yeah. I think it's technically still phase three.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, We saw it.
0: Point Uh, is, I coughed at the same time as Spider-Man, like three different times in this movie. Because I've been coughing a lot lately, and Spider-Man does too.
1: And he might (laughs) cough during this podcast, so... Sorry, headphone listeners.
0: Or it might get edited out. Who knows?
1: I mean, that takes a lot of effort. Unlike editing out planes, where there's a bar that shows me there's no sound.
0: What about cars?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. So, Spider-Man thoughts. I liked Far From Home better than the first one.
0: Me too. I like this one a lot.
1: This one. So, I was talking to someone else about this. Uh, and I think I actually can say why I liked this one better.
0: I wonder if it's the same reason that I was talking to someone and had the same thoughts and opinions and same idea. So let's see if it lines up.
1: So my thing was, because I was talking to someone who still liked the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming more. And my thought was this felt so much more like a comic book movie. And, because it had all of the, like, strange elements of a comic book movie, whereas uh, Homecoming was much more John hughes And while I do like those kind of movies, I don't like them as much as I like the ridiculousness of a comic book movie. And so, for me, I think this hit my markers more than that one, despite that one being more of an origin story, and generally I like origin stories.
0: Okay, so maybe it didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was yours?
0: So, for me, it was just... Like, this felt more like a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like, I really, really enjoy Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's great. And the movie, while still very good, and I enjoyed it a lot, meaning Homecoming, uh, this one just felt more right, and I felt more passionate about Tom Holland as Spider-Man in this movie, Uh the villains were great in both movies, mm-hmm. but just overall, I think it was just a better movie. Yeah, and I walked out of Homecoming being like, "Wow, that was good. That was really, that was really mm-hmm. good." Okay, then I move on. But as soon as I came out of this movie, I was like, "I want to see this again." Like I, I I couldn't get it off of my mind, and to me, that is. That's that's a telling sign.
1: Well, I, so I've always enjoyed the Spider-Man movies in general. Like I I enjoyed the Tobey Maguire ones. I enjoyed the Andrew Garfield ones. But I never really of all those enjoyed Peter Parker. Tom Holland is the first like Peter Parker in a Marvel Spider-Man movie that I've liked.
0: I I enjoyed him. A, I enjoy each of them a lot and for different reasons. Uh, I think I don't know. It was I don't know if it was you. I was talking if we were talking about this before, but. Uh, certain characters, they do a similar thing like with uh, Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. where oh, they yeah. play up a different facet of them yep. a little bit more to the extreme, and this one, uh, I guess this is the most comic bookie because he is Tom Holland is like the right age, mm-hmm. so they play up the the boyishness, the the uh, inexperienced nature of Spider Man yeah. more uh, than than the other ones, and so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Toby Maguire was just a little too, like, ridiculous, and then Andrew Garfield was just a little too mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, he and he, he was a little too cool for school. Yeah. Literally, because he goes off and skateboards. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Uh, Spider-Man became a hipster.
0: I mean, it is modern generation. And that one, well, that one was very Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. He.
1: But, anyway... We're but, not really here to rehash all of the. No, Spider-Man. no,
0: but but all that moving forward, I think that this one just had one of the best balances of yeah. of all of that. And I mean, once again, we have a really great villain. And so yes, we we have established we're going into spoilers. But if you have read any comics or you know anything about the character of Mysterio, then the the turning point, like the turning point halfway through the movie, should not have come as a surprise for you but instead this is of probably like what yes where- they're doing it yes versus a oh god gasp what
1: yeah so this is pretty much your warning of we're now going to get into spoilers i i am really happy that they actually like they didn't try to do let's go this way they didn't try to subvert expectations
0: Whatever uh, do you mean, They didn't Amy. try to
1: subvert expectations with what people expected to happen. They actually embraced the fact that people expected Mysterio to be a bad guy and a charlatan and let him be a bad guy and a charlatan.
0: Yeah, and that that allowed them to have their cake and eat it, too. Because for the people, like the general movie-going audience, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. So they get a twist. Yep. But for the people who know saw that twist coming and know about it,
1: like, it's yes! very much like,
0: yes. So they they are able to please both, both groups of their audience at the same time, mm-hmm. which is clever and lucky for them. <laughs> and
1: it's also letting your audience be smart when they want to be. Yeah. Because there's actually not a problem with embracing a smart audience or yeah. an audience that knows what you're going to do, because that means if you do it well, they support you for it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And uh, trying to... Trying to do like the Dark Knight rises where they're like, Oh, well, this is clearly this person, mm-hmm. and being like, No, it's not, no, it's not. ha, it totally was the whole time. We're like, oh, Yeah, we know. You
1: mean con?
0: Yeah. Well, that's another game. And instead they just embrace it. Yeah. Versus well, I mean they didn't they didn't really. Well, answer they it.
1: they and they did take it in like different directions. Like yeah. the way that they did Mysterio is is like a new take on Mysterio, but he is the classic, like archetype of the character. Yeah, and
0: great. it's very fitting for the modern era. Yeah. And they're like, we are going drones. to use the age of CGI and drones and social media, mm-hmm. and they said they just updated him in a lot of ways. Yeah. Which is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So where do you, where would you like to start?
0: Uh, let's start with what we didn't like because that's a much shorter list. And for me, I only have one main gripe, what? and I'm pretty sure it's the same one. What's that? Let us grieve and stop making jokes, you <laughs> bastards.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the amount of times they dig home that uh Tony Stark is dead. It's
0: like we get it.
1: Like you open with it and then you hit us again and then you hit us again and then the, oh, 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 oh what's that?
0: Oh, there's a documentary Wait. in the within the series. Like just like come on.
1: It, it, oh my god. It,
0: it it was the biggest gripe because it was it was pulling me out and it was also
1: like there was also,
0: like, somewhat negating what just happened and, like, the the cinematic gravitas of what we experienced just two months ago. Yeah.
1: And it's one of those things of, like, I, I get it. It's supposed to be, like, continuously shoving it in Spider-Man's face. That, like, all the stuff he went through and all of that took so much, you know? And they
0: do that in other parts of the film. Yeah. Like, the, the scene with him and Happy... Mm-hmm. Like really dealing with his death is like one of the, my favorite scenes in the yeah, whole movie it's great and they they deal with loss very well. and I mean they have to deal with the whole uh, snap or the blip as they call it in this movie. Uh, and no, they
1: so the snap was one thing. So the snap was its own specific thing. and then the blip is the space span of time.
0: Well, yes, but they also are calling it the because not a lot of... What I was told, and what makes perfect sense, is like not a lot of people realize that there was a snap. They don't know about that whole thing. They just well, know no, that people they, were gone and they They had a back.
1: name for it.
0: But they, that's what they came up with. They didn't call it the snap. No, they didn't like call the general it the...
1: No, the, but, there's a, but there's another name for it. The the thing that happened has another name. I don't remember what it is, but when the caps in the the... AA meeting or whatever, um, they call it something. So the 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 snap, which is what the movie we, on call we it.
0: like the IRL people, yeah. <laughs>
1: call, it, call it, um, has a specific name. It's not the blip. The blip is the other thing.
0: Yeah, the the return. Yep. Uh, yeah, but
1: uh, I I, I like how they use it colloquially. The, like they blipped.
0: Yeah, they they do they do a nice job of dealing with it because they're like. I mean there's no way you could ignore something like that. Mm-hmm. And they they managed to like find the humor and the sadness in it at the same time. Like, especially with the the funniest part is the band people. Okay. Yeah. The people coming back and like getting hit in the face yeah. with a basketball. That
1: was <laughs> no, funny. So like just to set set a scene of like this is a really good like tone setting of the movie where 90% of the time it falls into this like serious but still silly era which is you have you know everyone disappeared during a basketball game and then they're showing a band practice the five years later and then all the people come back in the basketball game still in the momentum of which they were going. <laughs> Does that mean I guess that, that Doctor Strange had to like gather Peter and everyone from that planet? Yeah, like they had to take them back. Some
0: people didn't get that Doctor Strange meeting and were just returned to exactly where they were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess he was able well, to he was pick returned... and choose. Well,
1: he was returned to the same place as Spider-Man. So like, because they were all on that planet. So, he just had to go hop I mean,
0: to, like, like, the other people.
1: Yeah. No, they just had to deal.
0: Yeah. I guess it was, like, certain people, like, uh, we'll be right back. And he just, other people just, or, like, that group of however many yep. they, they grabbed, basically, uh, the certain heroes and then all of the Wakandan army... <laughs>
1: Um, what what so it's
0: like you and you and, you and you and you and you and you and all of you
1: <laughs> but so what what gets me with the blip is like all of Peter's friends
0: what quick quick pause I just quickly imagined Dr Strange going like ebomb Bay they're like E-bom-bay! <laughs> I guess that's how it got all of them
1: probably he's like
0: that was just a funny image in my mind <laughs> Dr Strange being like uh, I'm supposed to say ebomb Bay. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, then. Um, I, there was, like, the little thing when it comes to, like, things that stood out to me as, like, okay. All of Peter's friends got blipped. Yep. Like, every single one of them. And then they, like, upgrade a kid from a younger class into being one of Peter's friends. Yeah. Um, but, so that was one thing. It was, like, okay. So him alive. and Aunt May and... Yeah. All of their parents, assumedly.
0: All the plot centric characters.
1: Got blipped. Yes. For so, sake of plot. Yep. Sure. Um, the other thing that got me was it until the the twist with Mysterio, I was looking at Jake Gyllenhaal Hall going like, Are you a bad actor?
0: Jake is a good actor. Uh Mysterio. He was playing. Bad actor. mysterio is a bad actor
1: so he's, that was the other thing
0: he's very like in the comics and my first experience with him was uh, i hope some of you out there get this reference the n64 slash playstation one game <laughs> of spider-man that's how i was introduced to mysterio and he was just this over-the-top goofball that spider-man makes fun of because you're like dude you're an over-the-top idiot yeah like you're I, are you serious right he, now, this but, guy?
1: Yeah, and and he so is that in this movie. Like, the thing that gets me about Mysterio is, like, he does serve a very, like, serious purpose. Yes. Like, he, he serves the purpose of, like we're entering an age in which so much is possible that anyone can use it against you. And if especially if they're smart enough. Because, like, the thing about him is, like, I, you can be the smartest person in the room, and it doesn't matter.
0: Right. He is a genius, but he's also an Agva actor. <laughs> <laughs> Agva is, like, the... Uh, performers like if, if it was like Disneyland or whatever the people in the costumes and that yep. sort of thing there's a union for that uh, in case you guys didn't know but yes he's not the best actor but no. has supreme intelligence
1: or if you're uh, if you work in the YouTube space um, he while he is also a bad actor he would still also be considered on YouTube a bad actor.
0: Oh, okay. Which is? I thought you were gonna say he's an influencer.
1: No, he's actually the exact opposite of an influencer. Bad actors on YouTube are the types of channels that do like propaganda or things that are like promote not truth. There's a lot of other stuff that falls into that, but like that's a general category. Yeah, no,
0: I I agree with that wholeheartedly.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: uh, but yeah. I, other than that, so really quickly back to like, dealing with Tony. Like there are other smart ways, like with Edith. Yep. And that sort of things, and even like you were just saying with Mysterio's plot, yep. uh, it is a ramification of the loss of Tony Stark. So I mean,
1: it's they all center from Iron Man. Yep, and the hero complex that comes out of well, Tony Stark, this horrible because so all of the the Mysterio and his hun- henchmen. Uh, or minions. I
0: didn't know until I found. I found out a couple of days later. His main henchman, the guy from Iron Man wow. One, I had no idea that that was Peter Billingsley, aka Ralphie from a Christmas Story,
1: which I've never seen.
0: Blew my mind. So, for the rest of the ninety-nine point infinite nine percent of people that have seen a Christmas Story, you'll know what I'm talking about.
1: I am a special Christmas Storyless unicorn.
0: I was gonna say snowflake because it was more appropriate, but sure.
1: No. I had unicorn cake. I'm a unicorn.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yes, anyway.
1: Um, what was he saying? Oh, so all of his henchmen and all of his, like, his minions uh, come from Tony Stark's world. They're all people who worked with him, worked for him, or have some kind of relation that way. And so you get them being like, we hated Tony Stark for X, Y, and Z. If this guy that we think is awful can be the world's most loved and respected and whatever hero, then so can we because obviously we're better. And so the entire thing is the arrogance of people who know that they're smart but don't have the humanity to actually be a hero, trying to play. He is smarter
0: than Tony Stark. So.
1: Yeah. mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, he thinks he is. I
1: mean, he thinks he is. Like he's smart. But he's also just like arrogant. Like the the thing about it is he he, he could be Tony Stark if Tony Stark wasn't able to evolve.
0: That's what I was going to that's what I was just about to say too. It was, it was like the like a lot of the earlier MCU movies had the, the main character the protagonist the antagonist was the protagonist in an evil version yep. and so this is uh spider-man basically had to fight tony stark if he had gone down a different path
1: mm, yep
0: and use his uh technology for evil yep or for uh his
1: own selfish needs yes and it's i i do find it really interesting that with this whole movie we're setting up like is phase 4 going to be about the the death of the superhero because we've already had them and now you have all these people who can emulate it. So like Mysterio's whole thing is like people are going to believe anything we can do whatever we want so long as we convince somebody. And so it I want to know with that and with the ending, which will get you what the ramifications of that are as like a theme, because that, because to me that plays out as a theme going forward, not necessarily just the theme for the next Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting because the next few movies that we know or will be expecting are all uh, either origin stories or like single focus. Mm-hmm. movies like single character focused movies. Yep. Uh, cuz the only ones we know of are there's Black Widow, uh the Eternals, Shang or Shang not Shang-Chi. That's what? Uh, that's Mortal Kombat. Uh I don't know. Uh it's uh The Kung Fu Kick. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm blanking on his name, but it's something close to that.
1: Okay. Uh We're also getting Black Panther 2.
0: Right, but that and that's Dr- not the immediate one. Those are the the four immediate ones. Yep. Or those are the immediate ones. And so the I I think this is something that won't be dealt with for a little while, at least until like the third Spider Man movie.
1: Maybe I could also see it popping up in some. And like we're getting a Doctor Strange too. We're getting. I I feel like it would impact more with people who are also in the area. So whether it be Captain Marvel or Doctor Strange.
0: Well, I I just mean it's not like be Black Widow. in the immediate future as far as the movies.
1: No, that's what I mean. Out. Like
0: it, It's going to be at least like 3 or 4 movies before we we deal with it.
1: Yeah, but that's still fairly immediate in the scope of a Marvel's. I
0: know, but you were just saying like with
1: I meant well, like, as over I meant like an overarching theme for the Phase 4. Phase 4 is going to have a lot of things in it. Okay, it
0: could, I thought you meant like with the next few movies. No,
1: I meant as a whole. It's like, what? what's the build-up then? And all of that. And some people are saying Sinister Six, and I'm like... They keep...
0: No, they tried that.
1: I know, I'm like, they, they did that, and then it didn't really work out, and we got Jamie Foxx as a blue electric man, and... Well,
0: they tried Sinister Six after that.
1: I know, but that was like the beginning of trying it, was to do that and... Guess what? That killed one Spider-Man franchise.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Paul Giamatti as the Rhino.
1: R.I.P. Paul Giamatti as the original Blue Man.
0: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Deep cut. Alright, uh, so... So, I, uh, I mean, there's not really a lot else to talk about with the movie, except uh, we have to talk about the the mind stuff, the mind tricks that he plays on Peter.
1: Yeah, so uh, Mysterio is using Edith, which is Tony Stark's um, webinar thing. I
0: I missed, I didn't, I had to like, I was watching a review of the movie later on, and that's when I was able to hear what Edith stood for, because everyone was laughing, and I missed it in the theaters. It stands for, even dead, I'm the hero. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Edith stands for.
1: I'm glad I didn't know that through the whole movie.
0: Yeah, Ugh. that's why everyone's. That's why everyone got a reaction from from that and missed it because Marvel fans are loud. We are loud people. Yeah, and we, we were stuff. in
1: a theater full of people who were like fully enjoying this movie. Yes,
0: uh, I remember when I saw Thor: The Dark World and Cap popped up. He had like a paragraph of lines when Loki mm-hmm. switched to that. I heard none of it.
1: <laughs> yep, because people just like. Oh
0: my god! I didn't know that, he, that Hulk said puny god until I think my fourth viewing of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: so. Mar- Marvel fans get very excited. We do. Yeah. But, um, yes. but, so, he's using Edith, but he's also using like the technology from BARF, which, again, <laughs> I don't know, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's the... It's
0: like uh, something augmented reality, I think.
1: Yes, it, it's... The thing that Tony Stark uses to deal with PTSD. Um, and it's, he's developed it to d- deal with things like that. Um, what we get is them using that kind of uh, realistic holographic technology with drone technology to fully create these creatures that can interact with the world and hit the world and be feel 100% real. And with that... And everything, like projectors and all these crazy things, he's able to just pretty much make you see whatever he wants you to see to the point where he can walk Peter Parker onto r- railroad tracks without him realizing it and just smack him with a train. So, it, as you do, yep, it, it was gorgeous. Like the way that it folds out is so, so visually appealing.
0: Yes. And the most true to. The comic book character of Mysterio. Yep. That's his whole thing, smoke and mirrors, except this time, he's got some real good technology. Yep,
1: this time, that smoke still could hit you in the face. Yeah. Um, but, no, it was really, really good, and it shows how far, like, movie technology and CGI has come, that you can see that and be like, I know none of this was real. There's
0: a lot of meta stuff in this movie. And that's one of it. Like, just to show how far uh, technology has come, I think it was a comment on, like, virtual reality and where we'll eventually be with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And because of the world involving Tony Stark, they're there with that technology. Uh, But the whole, uh, I'm not the next Iron Man, is them basically stating, no, no one in a million years will replace what Robert Downey Jr. did as this character. And for having uh, a cinematic universe
1: yep i was really happy that they didn't fully go into the this is the next iron man like they they had the homage to him like being a successor or like a
0: protege a protege
1: kind of of tony stark with the holograms and all those kind of things but they were very specific of being like He's not trying to be Tony because
0: fans are like, well, who's gonna? That's the thing they always want to ask is like, well, who's gonna take his place? Who's gonna be like the next Iron Man? Who's gonna be this, mm-hmm. in the suit or whatever? And they're like, no, 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 we're not doing that because they're mm-hmm. like, it could be it could be Peter Parker. No, no, it's not, and it no. will never be. No, it, and that you don't is the best answer. Iron Man. It's the only answer. Like it's okay to move on and let those ten years with that character be
1: those ten years.
0: Just let it be. Uh, And so I think that was a smart thing. But what made it even more powerful, I think to me, was having the person who directed him in the first movie
1: and sort of started
0: this whole thing, this whole adventure, uh, having it spoken directly from that person was really awesome.
1: Yeah, and I also really enjoyed that they were like, you know, the way that the in-universe world is remembering Tony Stark is not Tony Stark. Like, the way that the audience and the way that Peter is remembers Tony Stark as, like, you know, the mess of the human that we all loved and enjoyed and respected and rooted for is the Tony Stark that's worth remembering, and it's not the Tony Stark that the world there is putting out. Mm-hmm. And I also really enjoyed that, because that, to me, felt like a really good homage to the character and, like, a remembrance for him. Yeah,
0: like the murals and stuff. So- like, see, there were times where they... They addressed it in a very smart way. Yep. Other times they didn't. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, overall, I think they, they did it mm-hmm. justice. And still, on top of that, managed to make the most Spider Man feeling Spider Man movie. Yep. As far as, like, the live action ones.
1: So, let's talk about then some of the, like, minute uh, moments that pretty much gave us all the different things in this. How do you like the take on MJ? Because we've actually gotten more from her in this... And she's not the MJ MJ. Yeah. How are you enjoying her?
0: I am 100% for it.
1: She's really fun. I I like Zendaya's take uh, so much. And I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with her now that she knows. And is with Peter and all of that. Because I... I really hope that she gets to do some more stuff.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I like they did, and another person pointed out uh, when I was watching a video, is like, I think it's better that she found out before the rest of the world found yes. out. Yes. Because that, that just would have cheapened it, and it just wouldn't have felt quite right.
1: And it wouldn't have felt personal. Yeah. And also, she, now she gets to be like, no, I figured it out. Yeah. What do you mean? No, 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 I figured it out. And it,
0: it, it was it was more true to this character.
1: Yeah, and it was a moment for them. Like it, it was, it was character development rather than plot development.
0: Yeah, and it's something that we needed from her because, I mean, homecoming she was just like, I'm gonna pop in and make a joke. Yep, I'm the, the sassy kid in the corner that makes a joke and then rolls st- into stealth again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, but it's also like you can see her being the teenager who's like putting up a front, and, totally. and it, and you get to see more than just that front. Which I really enjoyed. And um, it was... I don't know. I really enjoyed their Black Dahlia thing. I thought that was funny. Because it was so dark.
0: Yeah, it's like... But it it warms the goth girl's heart. Like, <laughs> you know, in that sort of way.
1: Hey, I like true crime. I uh, thought it was fun. I
0: like that they're doing... And they did this, too, in the, the video game. This recent Spider-Man mm-hmm. video game. Which is... Uh, She's not the damsel in distress. No, she's she has not, a base. She's not the liability that everyone thinks she is, or like that she has yeah. been, could have been in the past. And I really like that because even Happy, who is supposed to be like a a bodyguard, was useless. Yep. Although it has one of my favorite moments when he throws the shield. He's like, <laughs> "How does Cap do that?" <laughs> oh, that was so good. Uh, and it, that's why I love the MCU so much because there's like one line that can just. That has the ultimate payoff. Yep. Because they've earned it so much.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, like, you, you've built this universe where you can reference so many things in, like, the smallest ways. And it's like, no, that, that so fits. To me,
0: it's like it's it's like when you throw a slightly more adult joke in a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, ha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except, Same kind of feeling.
1: Yep, except this time it was about a shield. Yep. But, no, so I've really enjoyed MJ. I, I like... Uh, his other friends, but she's the one I've enjoyed the most out of all of it.
0: Yeah, I like the take on Flash Thompson, more like a social media bully and mm-hmm. just kind of a, a punk kid. Yep. Uh, and I like Ned. Ned's a fun, he's yeah. a fun best friend.
1: So, my wonder, and this is only, and it will probably go nowhere, but I'm just curious, Does could Flash Thompson's mom be somebody
0: Maybe because they don't... just made
1: such a point of being like she's not there. I think it she's was so busy.
0: Possible, yeah. For, in that sense, possibly. I think most of it was to be like, oh, he's just a mama's boy, and it's just the the kind of counterbalance. And... I know,
1: but just the fact that like we saw so much specifically about it, I'm just like, I would be really curious if they took it that way because this would then be like the second time someone's parent was somebody. It
0: could. It very well could be.
1: So. I don't know. Maybe You never know, you never know But if
0: it is true, you heard it here first, folks
1: Yeah, then I can put exclusive in the title again right, right. I think
0: that's most of it Um,
1: So, we also need to talk about the two endings
0: Okay, yeah, that's where I was going
1: Okay, let me think if there's anything else that's in the movie Other than that that makes any sense Other
0: than it's really good
1: Really good. You should go see and support it.
0: I mean, that's an easy request. Yes.
1: All right. So yep. we get two, quote unquote, post-credit scenes. Um, let's
0: talk about the second one first, okay. because let's well, be honest, it was that should have been the end credits, the like the post-credit scene because the other one's just more fun. Uh, so okay. the scrolls,
1: the scrolls. Uh, the scrolls were there the whole time. The scrolls from uh, Captain Marvel, the main scroll. Do you remember his name?
0: Talos. 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 However you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. I think it's Talos. Uh,
1: has been Nick Fury this entire movie, and we don't know since when previous from that.
0: I think after like some speculation and thinking about, it, I'm pretty sure it was just for this movie because they're like, we're pretty sure that like. Because we're, we're pretty sure that it would make, why wouldn't he be at the funeral? Like, why wouldn't the actual Nick Fury be at the funeral? I mean,
1: he could have been at the funeral.
0: That would be the diggest, big diggest,
1: (laughs) the diggest (laughs) dick
0: move. (laughs) I had to finish it out. The biggest dick move in the MCU, like, worse than any villain, you're not gonna, you're gonna send a scroll to go to a funeral? Nah. Nah. That's, that's cold. That's poor taste. Ice cold. Yes.
1: Um... But, so we find out that, that and Fury's been on the Squirrel ship having a vacation.
0: Apparently there's a, there's, it seems to be a reference to Nick Fury's position in the comics as the man on the wall, where he's kind of got, he's in space and has like an overview of Earth. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the position that he took, so he's like, I can see what's going on in the universe, and keep an eye on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but also it also uh, makes some of the actions of Nick Fury in movie make more sense.
0: Yeah, because I was like, he's doing some weird stuff. Because,
1: like, well, that, like, he's super trusting all of a sudden. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, Mysterio. And he's kind of,
0: not dumb, but very, like, he's gullible and seems somewhat He's not a master
1: spy. Like, he doesn't feel like a master spy. Yeah,
0: he's, he makes mistakes left and right. And it's like, why are you calling this teenager? Why is he so important? Yeah. And just... Some of the things I'm thinking. Also, I was like, like
1: you're you're hijacking, you're shooting teenagers with whatever. Yeah, it
0: it just it just overall felt. I'm like, okay, I guess this is what it feels like. You can definitely feel like someone else is writing mm-hmm. this character and kind of disregarding Some other things. Yeah. other things. But then once they revealed that, they're like, okay, that made sense. And even kind of felt like that way with Maria Hill. Yep. Which... No,
1: completely. And so, like his trusting nature, and then. The the it gives a whole new meaning to the "Do not invoke her name," for when he's like, "We should bring in like Captain Marvel." Do not invoke her name. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I was talking to somebody else, and they they have a different opinion, and so I just want to put this out there because it's something I've heard that Nick Fury could have been a scroll from earlier, because there's like a scene in. I don't know if it's the Infinity War or something like that where he eats, or like in a, another thing where he eats a sandwich with crusts and he's always like, when, when Captain Marvel's like, say something that only you would know, and he's like, I oh, cut the cr-
0: Oh, yeah, he cuts the crust yeah. off. Yeah, so,
1: so some people are saying that, and I'm like, well, it depends on whether or not they decided that fact about Nick Fury when whenever that happened with yeah, him. Yeah,
0: and, and it would be like, even as masterful as Kevin Feige has been controlling and shaping this MCU, I think he might not have an answer ten years ago about Nick Fury's preference on sandwiches. Yeah,
1: and it's also... You don't want to take away all of the character development for Nick Fury by saying no through all of this. Yeah,
0: it would be cheap. In this one, like, it's fine. It kind of makes sense in a weird way.
1: Yeah, because he uh, was like... You know, I've been through a lot. Let me just go take a spacecation. <laughs> he needed
0: some me time. And so he got it.
1: Yep. Uh, and
0: and I, I like what that sets up versus what it could set up. Yep. Which is like the whole like, the sweeping the rug out, it's it's very cheap and I don't like that. Yep. But the fact of, uh, oh, I I work with the scrolls because I like them and I trust them mm-hmm. is more interesting to me than just the, the rug sweep. I agree. Uh, so now, the big
1: which is, so, do you think it's weird that this big as you put it, I'm sorry, the what? The big. Oh yes. Yes, came after the initial credits. That it's a post credit big happening, a la Deadpool. Uh,
0: yeah, where it's like the mid credits is actually the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. It was kind of weird because that's like. Very important information. And that feels more like the ending. Yep. Mostly because uh, the ending of Homecoming was the exact same. Mm-hmm. With the character being like, finding out Peter's identity yep. and going, what, what the... F-? And button. then cut to... Yep.
1: But uh, that was... Was that post-credit? N- that was... That was the end.
0: Right. And and the whole like thing with the vulture yep. and everything felt like an end credits thing. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one was the actual end of the movie. Because I, it picks up on the same scene.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like the reason it became post-credits was because of Jake Donovan Jameson. Yeah. Like, I think that's what made it a post credit scene. Despite the fact that it's such a big part of, like, what's going to happen moving forward. Spoiler alert. The entire... Everyone finds out that Peter Parker Spider-Man and Mysterio sent out a viral video of saying that Peter Parker was ordering all these assassinations with drones and, like, spliced together footage or, like, his team post-mortem. They
0: Scooby-Doo-toed him. Oh, my God. (laughs) They made Peter Parker say, I think Coolsville sucks. (laughs) (laughs) We got all the deep cuts today. I was
1: going to say, give this podcast a five-star rating if you remember that movie and remember (laughs) that reference. Yeah. Because, dang, you vibing with Casey right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, so,
1: what do you think that means moving forward?
0: Uh, Well, the interesting thing is...
1: Also, do you think that means that we are fully in a multiverse now? No. Why?
0: Because <laughs> that was all part of the fake backstory and kind of like, give the people what they want to hear. And that no, was just...
1: No, that's not what I mean. I mean, because now we have Jonah Jameson... Who's from a separate Spider-Man I think it's, movie?
0: It's just the M effect. Quit slapping the thing. No, it's it's the it's the M effect where it's like they were too good in the role to not
1: cast them again. Because he also voices it half the time now too.
0: Well, he didn't in the the latest. No, one, but, but he
1: does in a lot of things. Yeah. So he's just so iconic.
0: It's just that's just what it was. It was just like a we can't have anyone else. Like it was
1: no. and. And, so they
0: they they judy danced him,
1: <laughs> and um the fact that there was a blip means it doesn't matter that he's old now because yeah. maybe it was the five years yeah, so, that added those wrinkles
0: and you said that, that <laughs> I was did very very astute of you
1: I am astute
0: <laughs> what's astute
1: <laughs> it's astute
0: oh thank you for clarifying <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah I. It, they are seeming to go more of the video game route with him as he's kind of gone to a, a multimedia version yep. instead of newspaper because that's very outdated. And he's yep. keeping up with the times. Like, in the game, it's a podcast. Like and so York I'm time. sure he has... Uh, <laughs> there's the cough. Somewhere Tom Holland is coughing right now. Uh,
1: and he doesn't know why. <laughs> he's like, I was breathing fine!
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, But yeah, so uh, there's so many different things. I know everyone is more than overjoyed to see uh, him be there. And someone posted uh, on my Facebook feed that he was at the premiere. And I was like, no, I did not want to know this. And then I forgot, thankfully. Because I remember (laughs) right before the movie started, and then as the movie was, you know, being good, it... Distracted me and made me forget. At least enough to be like, yeah! Oh wait, I knew that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but, so now the whole world thinks Spider-Man is evil. And now everyone knows it's Peter Parker.
0: Which is weird because he's one of the few heroes in the MCU that doesn't have a public identity. But
1: it's it's a a a flip of the script to Tony's I Am Iron Man. Yes. It's... He didn't get the choice.
0: Right. He got outed. Yeah. Whereas Tony actually was able to come out publicly <laughs> on his own terms. <laughs> Isn't that what we're what we're talking about?
1: Yep. That's the allegory that we're going for. <laughs> um, so I think that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious if, like, in any of the other movies coming out, we'll get, like, a reference to Spider-Man being a bad guy. Yeah. Um, just as, like, a throwaway thing. Like in a newspaper or what have you. And then I'm just really curious as to what this means for the next Spider-Man. Because it, you know, the whole thing is, yeah, Mysterio proved his point. You can make people believe anything. It's, you know, Mysterio's dead. But the way that they edited those videos, he had his receipts.
0: Yep. (laughs) He
1: got the receipts.
0: (laughs) So... We could get some more Mysterio.
1: Next thing you know, you know, there's going to be a Mysterio account that's tweeting being like, Peter Parker is a snake, and it's just going to be snake emojis everywhere instead of spider emojis.
0: You're just saying that because you're a snake.
1: Or someone who's listening to this podcast will also understand that deep cut reference.
0: I guess I missed something. Okay. Uh there was one other thing and your hissing distracted me from it.
1: I'm good at my job.
0: Oh, breaking news. I haven't heard like a confirmation or anything like to totally solidify this, but apparently they do plan to bring the Netflix characters into movies now. Really? Yeah. Where so, did you hear that? Uh I think it was like some like insider comic book news thing, so I I have not confirmed this. I don't have confirmation.
1: It must come from the man in the
0: baseball cap himself.
1: He has now stoked your hopes though, and now if it doesn't happen you're going to come back and blame it on us.
0: Yep. Uh, And it was the same person who posted about uh, J.K. Simmons, so...
1: So seems legit.
0: Seems possibly, maybe... I mean,
1: they're hitting legit, one for one so (laughs) far.
0: Yeah, so we shall see. And they are all New York-based heroes, so...
1: I mean, I would be down. I still need to watch uh, Jessica Jones.
0: I mean, maybe it just could be Daredevil being like, nah, I'm not going to reveal my identity, even though so many people know. Uh, But anyway, overall, very good movie. I enjoyed it. I want to see it again. Uh, Yeah, I'm
1: sure that we'll get a lot out of it, second viewing that we didn't get the first time.
0: Absolutely. And it has already jumped pretty high on my Marvel movie list. Yeah. As I'm not sure where. I don't know where because there's a lot. I mean, they're all good.
1: Yep. And there are certain movies that just I are going to be very hard to unseat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: At, at first I thought I was hearing unseat and I was like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's seat. Only... Yes. Uh, The The tea is everything.
1: And the tea has been spilled.
0: Oops. Whoopsie and there you have it our review of Spider-Man Homecoming not Homecoming (laughs) oh
1: god welcome back it's we're we're jumping back a few years we blipped we blipped backwards whoops Uh, whoopsie that was our review of Spider-Man Far From Home stop using
0: home in the title
1: nope next one's gonna be
0: Spider-Man 3
1: Home Home on the Range (laughs) Get, I we'll, cannot we'll wait. We'll get to unlock that Spider-Man in a cowboy hat and, like, vests and chaps.
0: How will he swing around on a farm? You'll find out in probably two years. 2023. 2022?
1: 21? Is <laughs> it still 2019? But we had it this year. I don't know. There you go. That, yep. That's my prediction for the future of Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man Home, home on the Range?
0: I have never it, loved your opinion more.
1: If I'm right, Kevin Feige owes me a leading role in a movie.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Over instead of money. That will be... I mean, I'll yep. give you money. But, but yeah, that's that's the best deal you could get.
1: Yep. You heard it here. You can tweet at him and let him know that that deal has been made and he has no choice and must abide by those rules.
0: And until then, be sure to rate us, leave a comment, on all of the things. I think I nailed most of that. This is my first time going for that. I'm doing so well. Yes, and let us know what you thought about the movie and all of our references, especially the deep cuts, and we will see you next time. Until then, and forever, I am Case Crusader on all the things.
1: I am Amory by the Sea on all the things.
0: Except on PlayStation, I am something else, but that's a long story for another time.
1: But I'm not... But if you add me as a friend, I'm probably not going to add you back because I'm scared of strangers. Bye. Bye.